0: Hey, everybody, welcome to Here's a Deal with Rick Countryman, and I'm excited to have you with us. Uh, don't forget, hit share, okay? It's really important that you share this with those of, you know, that you have uh, contact with, with uh, those in your sphere of influence, okay? Make sure you hit share. Let everybody know that uh, this happens every Wednesday at noon, and uh, we usually get the podcast up by, by Thursday, but I'm glad you're with us. I'm having a blast doing it. Thank you for all of the email questions that you've sent me. It's rickc at bvg.org. It's rickc at bvg.org. Man, I've gotten a lot of Facebook comments, private messages. I love to answer them, get back to you. And uh, so I'm glad to hear that this uh, broadcast, this podcast, is making a difference in, uh, in some of your lives. Uh, don't forget, it is a podcast. You can go to the Apple Store podcast, Here's the Deal with Rick Countryman, and subscribe to the podcast. Okay, it's absolutely free, and that way you can listen to this program anytime you want. Um, every morning on my walk, I listen to a podcast. I have some people that I really enjoy listening to, and maybe I could become a part of, uh, uh, of the group that you that you listen to, okay? So uh, here's what I'm going to do. Today, I'm going to maybe just talk to those of you that are brand new in the faith, okay? Maybe you gave your life over to Jesus this past weekend in church. Um, maybe, you know... You gave your life to Christ a month ago. Maybe you surrendered your life over to Jesus a year ago. Um, You're brand new in the faith. That's who I'm talking to. Now, those of you that might be older in the faith, more mature in the faith, I think you'll get something out of this also. But this really, what I want to do today, tomorrow, maybe for the next few weeks, is I just want to talk to those of you that are, are new, brand new in the faith, the Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 that if anyone is in Christ if you are a Christian if you surrendered your life over to Jesus old things have passed away and behold all things are new. And so I want to talk to you about this new life that you now have in Christ. And I'm going to come at this from a little bit different angle. And I'm only going to, I think, cover one thing today. Just one. I want you to understand one thing. You gave your life to Christ. All things have passed away. Man, you've become this new creation in Christ. The Holy Spirit now indwells you. Your sins are forgiven. Man, your name's written in the Lamb's Book of Life. All those wonderful things. But I want to get super, super practical with you. Here's something you need to understand, okay? I think I'm only gonna give you one. I may give you two today. But here it is. Ready? I want you to know that though you're a Christian, though you've given your life to Christ, though the Holy Spirit lives within you, though your name's written in the Lamb's book of life, you will make mistakes. And you need to understand that. It's super important that you, as a new believer, understand you're going to make mistakes. You're not going to live a perfect life. You're you're, you're going to uh, do crummy things. You're going to say crummy things. You're going to think crummy things. The, The Bible calls those sinful things. You're going to think sinful things. You're going to say sinful things. You're going to do sinful things. Until we all get to heaven... You are going to make mistakes, and you need to understand that. Now, just because I'm telling you this, that doesn't mean that you have license to just go do crummy things, sinful things, evil things. I'm not saying that, but what I want you to understand is that nobody's perfect, and you are going to make mistakes. The Bible says in 1 John Chapter one, if we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth isn't in us. So it doesn't matter how long you've known the Lord, whether it's a day, a week, a month, or in my case, over four decades, the reality is you and I are going to make mistakes. Okay, I want you to understand that, in fact, One of the things that I think is really, really interesting is that in the Scriptures, we have all these wonderful historical uh, characters that we get to read about. And I was just kind of putting a list together uh, this morning before the broadcast. Literally, just in my mind, I started thinking through all the people in Scripture. And I just want to walk through some of them with you. I'm going to take the very first human being that was ever created, Adam, okay? There was a moment when just Adam was here on planet Earth, okay? There was a moment when God spoke to Adam and said, Adam, everything you see is yours here in the garden. Enjoy it. But that tree right there I want you to stay away from. We don't know what kind of tree it was. But there was one tree that had fruit on it that God told Adam, literally God himself tells Adam, don't eat from that tree. And you know what Adam did? You know, right? He ate from it. He sinned. He made a mistake, if you will. He did a crummy thing. And so the very first human being ever created blew it. Uh, Noah, you've heard of Noah, right? Noah and the Ark. Well, you know what? As great a man as Noah was, we read in the almost the last verse in the last chapter of the story of Noah that he's naked and he's drunk inside of his tent. And that's the way his kids found him. He blew it. He he made a mistake. Samson, you all heard of Samson. He was a, a, a judge in the Old Testament. In fact, he was so special. Samson was so special. He's just one of a few people where an angel of the Lord appeared to his parents and said, you're going to have a son. And that son was Samson. And you know what? Samson, a as great a man as he was, made a lot of mistakes, a lot of, did a lot of crummy things. Uh, king David, Israel's greatest king, Israel's second king, the greatest king that Israel ever had. He's known as a man after God's own heart. We learn about him having sex with a, a gal by the name of Bathsheba who's not even his wife. And then, if that wasn't enough, he had this adulterous affair with somebody who was not even his wife. He ends up murdering Bathsheba's husband, Uriah. He became a murderer, and yet the Bible talks about the fact that he was a man after God's own heart. David also had trouble with lots of 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 other things in his life his son solomon right you've heard of solomon solomon as great a man as he was maybe the wisest man that ever lived in fact the bible says he was the wisest man that ever lived wow did he make mistakes did he do sinful things crummy things it's unbelievable the life that he lived jonah remember jonah and the big fish Here, God tells Jonah, Jonah, I want you to go to a particular city, and I want you to tell the people in that city about me. And guess what? Jonah made a mistake. He sinned. He disobeyed God. He actually got on a boat and went in the other uh, direction. Um, Moses, Abraham, all throughout the Old Testament, we have these incredible people who loved God. God used them, but they made mistakes. You get to the New Testament, and the New Testament also just has a whole bunch of people. will just give you a couple real quick. Peter. Man, Peter was one of Jesus' closest disciples. He wrote you know, a couple of books in the New Testament, and yet we find him denying the Lord three times. We find him pulling a sword out of his you know, hip and cutting off a guy's ear. Mark, the disciple Mark, was on a missionary trip. And you know what? He made a mistake. He got afraid. He got scared. And he took off and basically ran all the way home with his tail between his legs. My point in all this is to say, these were all people who loved God, but they made mistakes. And I want you to know, you're also going to make mistakes Okay, so don't be surprised when you do. Now, you should be brokenhearted over it. You, you, you should feel something. There, there, there ought to be, a, 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 you know, something within you. You ought to have some reaction when you make a mistake or you sin. But I don't want you to be surprised, okay? And I don't think we tell enough new believers this truth. And I think that sometimes us older folks in the faith you know what? We need to be reminded that we're going to make mistakes. Now, as I kind of wrap up today's broadcast, Romans chapter 8 says there is now no condemnation for those of us that are in Christ Jesus. There's no condemnation for those of us that have given our lives to Jesus. Yes, we will make mistakes. Yes, we'll do crummy things. We'll say crummy things. We'll think crummy things. Sin is still going to be in the equation of life down here on planet Earth. Okay, But those of us that have given our lives over to Jesus Christ, those of us that have have surrendered our life over to him, those of us that have let him become the Lord of our lives, and and we want to carry out his will for our lives, which is found in the scriptures, even when we make a mistake, I want you to know we're not condemned because we now have Jesus Christ in our lives, okay? Now, let me give you a second one. Okay, and I'm going to do this super, super quick because I think these two kind of go hand in hand. So the first one is just remember you're not going to live a perfect life. You're going to make mistakes. But here's the second thing that I don't think we as believers, young or old in the faith, spend enough time thinking about. Okay, I'm going to drop this one on you and I'll talk more about it uh, next week. Okay, On 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 the broadcast or podcast. And here it is. Here we go. Remember how much God loves you. You see, I think one of the things, and I'm guilty of this, I always talk about, you know, what the greatest commandment is in Scripture. And the greatest commandment is that we love God with all of our heart, soul, mind, strength, right? That's the greatest commandment. And our church, along with a lot of other churches, man, that's a part of their mission statement, right? We're to love God, love people, make disciples. That's our mission statement here at Big Valley Grace, right? And the love God part is taken from the greatest commandment. We're called to love God. It's the greatest of all the commandments in the scriptures. If you were to take all the things that the Old Testament's Uh, Testament prophets talked about, Ezekiel and Jeremiah and Isaiah and Malachi or whoever whoever the Old Testament prophet was, You, you took everything they said, everything, Jesus boils it down to this one thought, you are to love God with everything you got. I spend a lot of time talking with people almost every week about that. But here's something I don't spend much time talking about people, with with people about. I don't encourage them enough to remember how much that God loves you or them. You see, that's something we need to focus on a lot. Yes, we need to love Him, but it comes from this this is the motivation that He loved you. The Bible says in Romans chapter 5, but God demonstrated his love towards you and that while you were a sinner, while I was a sinner, Jesus Christ came and died for us. Wow! That tells you how much God loves you. He loves you so much that he sent his son Jesus here to die for you, to die for me. And that's what, that's what motivates us To want to love him with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. And so there are two things I'm talking about right now. I want you to remember, new believer, you're going to make mistakes, okay? It's not a license to just go make them, but you're going to make them. And recognize this, there's no condemnation just because you you blow it and you sin. But I also want you to remember this. God loves you. God loves you deeply, deeply. God cares about you more than you'll ever know. He loves me more than I can really understand. But I can tell you, he loved you and I so much that he sent his son down here to die for us. The Bible says in 1 John that God is love. He is love. And so I want to remind you, new believer, to spend time daily remembering how much God loves you and when you think about that i'll tell you something it'll change the way you live you'll find yourself loving god with all of your heart soul mind and strength you'll just it'll just naturally flow from you because you really have a great understanding of how much he loves you okay so hey you got a question remember rickc at bvg.org And uh, I'll do my best to get back to you. I'm I'm on the phone this week with a number of people because I know I'm not going to be able to do a broadcast on it, but I'm answering their questions anyway. Don't forget to get the podcast, okay, and share this. You might have some friends out there that need to hear about these two things. Send it to them. Share it with them. Get it out there. Let the people know, okay? So I will see you next Wednesday right here on Here's a Deal with Rick Countryman. Blessings.